And welcome back, folks, to the footyjumpers.com podcast. Footyjumpers.com, the resource for footy jumpers, footy history, um, uniforms, whatever you like. Uh, we've got some horse racing thrown in as well. But, you know, that's, that's that. Uh, so my name is Rob, and I am... Uh, your co-host with me is my co-host, and that's Lockie. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the 40jumpers.com podcast. So what we are up to now is we are continuing on with our club deep dive, if you will, and as we've already done Adelaide, it seems logical the next would be Brisbane. So Correct. Brisbane, Brisbane, yes, Brisbane, Brisbane, Brisbane. It gets a bit messy with Brisbane, doesn't it? <laughs> it does, it does. Depends who you talk to. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what well for the purposes of this, what we're going to do is uh, we're going to have well Fitzroy's going to have their own podcast. That's the long and short of it. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to take the history of of a football club in Brisbane as being from nineteen eighty well the end of eighty six really, but you know first game nineteen eighty seven through to the Brisbane Lions that we know today. So that's the per- that's that's the disclaimer. Don't be offended. Fitzroy was a standalone club. Will have their own podcast because they've got, well, honestly, they've got a lot more history than uh, Brisbane. But um, mm. yeah, but this will be Brisbane Bears, and then from '97, Brisbane Lions. So very Brisbane based this one. So there yes. we are. So I think yeah, we'll just kick into sort of the foundations. What's that? '86, '87 was probably Brisbane Bears. Yeah. Yeah, so the VFL, as they were then called, decided to expand to Perth and to Brisbane, to Queensland, uh, to Brisbane, and so they needed a Brisbane team. They didn't have a Brisbane ground. Uh, they didn't have anyone in Brisbane, and so what they did was they looked for people in Brisbane, and there was a company called Jeans West, and uh, the fella's name was John Brown, and he was going to put up the money to start the Brisbane Bears Football Club or the Brisbane Football Club. Uh, what I do know is that they'd chosen the colours of gold and cerise. Uh, anybody that is interested in horse racing would know the Hawks stable uh, use cerise. Cerise is the French word for cherry. Uh, what else do we know? It's a bright, it's hot pink is is realistically what it was. And that was going to be a very 1980s glitzy uh, colour that was going to get people's attention. And then uh, Paul Cronin, who was at the time a successful TV actor, was representing some Queensland money in, um, well, a fella by the name of Christopher Scase, turned out to be a crook <laughs> or, but anyway he had a lot of money and so they offered the uh, the vfl more money than jeans west fellow was going to do and so they then said oh yes we prefer to go with christopher skates and paul cronin they wanted uh queensland maroon because they didn't want to appeal just to the younger market which was the direction that Jeans West had sort certainly um, investigated. Uh, so they went down the Queensland Maroon, let's get adults, state of origin was a big thing, well, still is. And so they went with Maroon and Gold. Uh, the logo 
was realistically inspired from the mascot for Dreamworld, which was Kenny the Koala. And so they, and yet, <laughs> given that everybody knows that koalas are not bears, uh, they called themselves the Brisbane Bears. And so just, yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, bears, bears are a good mascot, you know, yeah. North Sydney. Chicago are bears. There's bears that are good bears, and yet the koala, which isn't a bear. So that's what they did. And uh, 1987, they trotted out with a gold jumper with maroon, looked very much like Hawthorne from a distance, who were the reigning premiers in from 86 into the 87 season. Uh, realistically, West Coast was the new VFL club. They were gold as well. Uh, although they had blue wings. And so, yeah, both of the two expansion clubs were so much like the reigning premiers Hawthorne that neither of them could wear their home jumpers against them. Uh, the rule at the time was if you came into the competition and created a clash or if you changed your jumper and it created a clash, it was then up to you to resolve the clash. And so uh, Brisbane had to wear their away jumpers. Uh, so they had the reverse of their home jumpers, which was a maroon jumper with a gold uh, yoke and then their their BB logo. Um, they actually changed their jumpers in 1989 to the hot pink slash cerise colour, realistically to match the... Um, the merchandise that the AFL had produced because the AFL had produced it based on the club having realistically different colours. And so they went with the hot pink cerise for the 19, from 1989, but they never actually claimed, changed their clash jumpers until 1991. So when they played in clash jumpers in 89 and 90, uh, they were going back to the old maroon colours for their clash jumper, which was just amateur hour, really. <laughs> so, so they opened up with the Hawthorne lookalike, golden brown, almost looking from a distance, and then they've gone into the cerise, even though they didn't want the cerise because of all the merchandise and a bit of a clashing. Mm -hmm. Yep, yep, and to create a bit of a unique identity, and then finally in 1992. Uh, they went with what I'd regard as a proper footy jumper, um, you know, an old school V uh, on a you know a golden white V on a maroon jumper. Mm. So good jumper. It, it was it was a good jumper, and so that didn't need a clash jumper. It was a lighter maroon than the others, and so that was the jumper they wore right up until they merged with Fitzroy at the end of the '96 season merged slash took over slashed uh, <laughs> messy whatever you like it yeah it was probably messy and then so, um, that's a that's a very very big jump as well obviously anytime you have a big merge like that it's a very big jump to a very big change for the club identity and the club look and it's no different here with brisbane it's really really i mean from 97 is where they haven't really changed a whole lot after that in regards to your look your brisbane look hey oh. They're, certainly their home jumpers are basically the same. Um, you, you know, you could argue the the size of the yoke on the back sort of went up and down over the years. And, and the, well, even on the front, it sometimes it got lower and then it went back. And then, of course, 
uh, well, 2010 to 2014, for five years, they had what we'll refer to as the Paddle Pop Lion on the front of their jumpers. Uh, but realistically, they've had that Fitzroy, no, Fitzroy jumper, Fitzroy, sorry, it's not a Fitzroy jumper, it's a Fitzroy logo, the, the lion. Uh, they've had that on their jumpers from uh, 1997 when they merged we took taken over uh mm. yeah except for that 2010 to 2014 era where it was almost the same lion except the head of the lion was uh facing frontwards yeah and it's you know, what they use for their club logo just but uh they were just breaking the fourth wall something like that yeah yeah they were they were looking at us talking to us <laughs> and it, it just sort of corresponded with a uh well realistically probably Brisbane's lowest level of success, you know, since the merge. Yeah, uh, true. That era was that era was really when they went. They were rebuilding. Let's call it that. You know, they're they're pretty yeah. good now. You can't and, yeah, can't be too upset the way the club started. No, no, they did right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and and we'll touch on the premiership, the triple premiership commemoration jumpers, but um. Yeah, realistically, they were uh, yeah they were a pretty good side for quite a while. Uh, they changed their jumpers and they went, you know, they rebuilt and now they've sort of come back up up again. But uh, yeah, their their real experimentation started with the advent of the um, the printed polyester material, the sublimation jumpers, and. I guess it's fair to say that, you know, the, the home jumpers as, um, what would you call it, unchanging as they've been, mm. well, the clash jumpers and the one-off jumpers and the and those sorts of things, that's where they've really got a little bit experimental. As, you would. Not yeah, as you would at the as time. You, well, as they certainly did. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the the adage is just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> and there's been a few of them where you think, mm, yeah, I know you can, but you probably didn't need to go there. So, yeah, they've had a few <laughs> jumpers where you think, oh, dear. So 2000 and what is it? 2000, around this, what's it? Look at the start of the early 2000s. Just jump back on the chronological yeah, well, train. So, what? I mean, obviously, there's not a whole heap going on, but anything popping out in these sort of first you know, 10 years of the 2000s? Well, yeah, well, I guess the first thing you'd probably touch on is, you know, Heritage Round was 03, 04, 05 sort of thing. Uh, they had some nice Heritage jumpers in that they were the, um, you know, effectively they were the old school uh, Fitzroy and then um, Brisbane Bears designs. And so they really, you know, went back to the traditional look of the original Fitzroy jumpers with a white um, FFC monogram. They did that maroon jumper with the golden white Vs, you know, four, um, oh, five. Oh, five, they did a Fitzroy jumper. Oh, six, they were going to do the Brisbane Bears jumper. And then they were ready to do the original Brisbane Bears jumper. And then they got told, oh, by the way, you're playing Hawthorne. So they had to do the Clash version of their 2000, and, <laughs> sorry, of their 1989 jumpers, which they were going to do. They had to do the Clash jumper. Yeah. So, yeah. And then 2007, they did like a 
um, the red Fitzroy jumper, which ended up sort of becoming their jumper to wear in Melbourne, uh, which is yeah, yeah sort of came out of that. And then 08, 09, from then, they've continued that tradition on and worn the the red jumper with the gold lion on the front as their Melbourne away jumper. So, yeah, that was 03 when they started that. But then 05 was when they went to the um, – when they started doing the away jumpers and that's when things started getting uh, out of hand. Yeah, and of of course we can't forget the 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004 AFL Grand Final Edition jumpers. Well, they definitely wore, they definitely wore the, uh, the different AFL logos in those years. And, yes, um, I mean, it was just their home jumper. But, yeah, they had, uh, they had an AFL patch, uh, a grand final patch uh, for every one of the grand finals that they were in. And, yeah, four grand finals in a row. Won three of them, and um, yeah, they Gee, were pretty. What a team! Back. What a team they were back then. Ackermanis, yeah. Simon Black, Voss. Ah, oh, they had a few of them, didn't they? They were yeah, they were guns. Luke Power was a good player. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, 04, 04 is interesting for me. Um, the grand final logo these days looks the same every year, except for the year changes, obviously. Uh, 04 was the first year that they they went with the design that they still use today. Uh, so, so 2004 was the first year that the AFL Grand Final logo with just the year underneath it was the first time they used that. So, oh. um, yeah, so that was that. Uh, they've they've done a little bit in the the one off jumpers, but yeah, I think the first thing they started doing was the clash jumpers in either originally gold, then white. Uh, then they've had the away jumpers, which is the Fitzroy ones we sort of talked about. But they've had, like, white jumpers along the journey. Um, a couple of years, they they went back to gold for their clash jumper and then uh, most recently back to white again. So mm. it's been a bit of a mishmash on those. And... Well, as I say, uh, some of the early versions were were not my favourites. Um, <laughs> I think, that, well, oh five, oh six, they had a, a gold jumper with a lion that sort of wrapped around the side, which really became a thing. I think you'll see a lot of clubs that had like you know an animal appearing out the side of their jumper, uh, and so yeah, Brisbane were one of the first to do that. Then the 0708 is, you know, where they got really experimental, where it was a white jumper that faded to blue at the top and faded to yellow at the bottom and, you know, in certain circles has been called the nursing home sheets because <laughs> it, it looks like an unfortunate stain in the yellow It does, it, yeah. It's it, just it not... Puts the, um... It's, it, that's this same jumper, this sort of 07, 08 ones as well. It puts you in mind of what we talked about last episode with the Adelaide claw mark sort of thing. They just yeah. love they love the effect of the, the breaking of the jumper with a, a talon or some sort at that, in yeah. this era. For some, some, some reason, something about the mid-2000s, they just loved a good, good tear. Yeah, yeah, true. And uh, this one's got 
some claw marks across one side of it and the lion across the other. Um, yeah, for yeah. no shock, shock and jumper though. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's not a good one. Um, Twenty ten, they that was the introduction of the paddle pop lion, and so they're they're away. Sorry, their away jumper is the Melbourne jumper, but now the blue extended halfway down the jumper, so it's like blue at the top, red at the bottom, and this massive paddle pop lion in the middle. And then on the back, the yoke was almost forgotten. It's like they'd not remembered that, oh, by the way, there's some blue on the back as well. <laughs> so that just went across the shoulders. But then they had the the Clash version, which they, they kept going for like a few years. And so it had it was a white jumper, well, half white. The bottom half was maroon, but on the back it was completely white. And then for no particular reason, the shoulders were blue, but not right across the shoulders, just like a, I don't know how to describe it, like triangles, shapes across the top. <laughs> it just, I don't know, it just didn't make any it, sense. With that jumper as well, especially on the back where it's got the, the blue kanger on the top, but then it just changes to maroon numbers and the maroons down the side panels and you just, you're just lost. Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's no... Um, what would you call it? There's no fluency, fluidity to it. it yeah, fluency, fluidity. It's there's nothing. It's it's just this is what the front looks like. This is what the back looks like. This is what the top looks like. This is what the bottom looks like, and none of them match any of the others. Yeah, <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah it just look like they're just selecting different areas on the jumper and picking different fills. Yeah, yeah. So it's um yeah it's a it's a strange one that one. Then. Uh, 2015, they went back to the Fitzroy Lion design, but they had like a, a V yoke sort of thing with a line down the middle. Now, I don't know if that was trying to pay respect to the original Fitzroy jumpers, which would have been a lace-up, which had reinforcing, but then they would have had yellow reinforcing and on a maroon jumper. So I, I don't know what that was all about but mm. cut a long story short it was a mess <laughs> um and then 20 yeah, the, 2015 was also the year they first released the anzac jumper is that right oh the anzac jumpers brisbane we we have talked about anzac jumpers yeah we did um, anzac the brisbane anzac jumpers are a thing of Beauty. I'm trying to say a polite word. No, beauty wasn't the word I was thinking <laughs> of. Um, they're, they're, they're as if there were six people in a room, everybody came with a different idea, and they said, let's do all of them. Yeah, it, it puts and me in mind of what you would see on the back of a Holden Commodore SS. Really? Just, um, just lest we forget, Southern Cross, logos, badges, oh, okay. stamps, all stickers, right, yeah. everything right. you want, anything you want, it's on the back of the year. Uh, all right. Now, fair enough. Um, well, the I mean, the original one had a camouflage where the maroon and the blue were technically camouflage, but the camouflage was made up of the lion in different colours. And so, but then it also had the the 7th Brigade logo, which is based in Brisbane. They had the Australian Army logo. They had the Southern Cross. And they also had, lest we forget, as well as this maroon camouflage and 
blue camouflage. Yeah. It's def- definitely one to check out if you don't remember it. It's, um, oh, yeah, especially the 2015 one. 2015 and 16, just just special jumpers. Oh, yeah, special's a nice word. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the idea of the camouflage is one thing, which is, to me, a very American sort of a thing when you're trying to... Yeah, it you is know, a bit. We think you see that you a lot in NFL sort of military rounds and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think of the baseballers. You know, they'll have a uh, like they'll play in camouflage, or their numbers will be in camouflage, or something like that. Um, that's what this seems to be to me. But it's not even real camouflage. It's like made up of Lions logos for the first couple of years, but then 2016 they did actually they had a white jumper by this point. And then they did have like a white, grey camouflage, but this is back when they had the maroon yoke with the stripe down the middle, and now that was made up of poppies. So, <laughs> oh man, just what are you doing? Yeah, it's so, all over the place. This yeah, one. Yeah, and then the other thing they they seem to do is have a different jumper every year just to have a jumper coming out. So like 2012, they had a Hall of Fame jumper. 2013, they had a a jumper that commemorated the 10-year anniversary of the 0123 premierships. 2014, they had a Brisbane Bears Hall of Fame jumper. 2015, they had 40 years of red, gold, and blue. (laughs) (laughs) Who celebrates 40 years? Yeah, yeah. That's like celebrating 33 years as a club. (laughs) Um, 2016 they had another Hall of Fame jumper Uh, 2017 they had a multicultural jumper 2018 they had an all for one promotional jumper 2019 Kevin Murray Hall of Fame jumper every year they've got something you know 2020 is the only year they didn't do it and that was because probably because they were locked down and nobody could get to a printer yeah Um, you know, it was just yeah. every single year they've got something and it's always something obscure, like a photograph on it. I mean, their 2019 jumper for, for Anzac Day is just, I think, over the top. Um, I mean, that's got the the Australian Army logo, takes up almost the entire front of the jumper, mm. but then they've also got the, the 7th Infantry, they've also got a legacy logo, They've also got like a whole bunch of soldiers crawling through sand hills and like with a sunset thing yeah. where the gold fades to a maroon colour. It's like, seriously, it's just... Yeah, layered, pick an idea layers. Yeah, pick one idea and go with it. But this is just, yeah, everybody gets a gig. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that seems to be... The, yeah, this is where they tend to experiment and you know maybe there's people that that you know get in on that but um now i've been a little um what would you say uh, less than complimentary on their their one-off jumpers however they've also got usually and i say this because i try and replicate them the most intricate and complicated um, indigenous designs, and generally the best of the indigenous designs are from Brisbane, you know, every year. So, yeah. you know, what they lose on the merry-go-round, they pick up on the swing because some of their stuff for the indigenous jumpers, they're incredible. 
Yeah, oh, absolutely amazing. And these are yeah. definitely not something that is uh, a podcast is the right medium to describe because it's just that intricate. So I definitely get on the Footy Jumpers oh, podcast yeah. website to have yeah. a look through these because, yeah, yeah, they are some great the jumpers. Uh, the other thing I remembered from that is that uh, in 2016, um, Emma McNeil is was is let's say he still is i'm not actually sure of the personal lives of footballers but emma mcneil had done a carlton jumper because her partner is was uh, mitch robinson i think let's say is and uh so and then mitch robinson moved to brisbane and so i think she was the first artist that did you know more than one club at that time now uh-huh. Since then, more and more uh, people, more and more artists have got involved in different clubs. But uh, yeah, so she was the first one, and that 2016 one is probably my favourite of the. Um, yeah, it's really yeah, nice. Use, the use of the boomerang is great. Mm. Yeah, so so they um, yeah, as I say, they've always done a pretty good job. With those, yeah, um, um, one to be those to be talked about that was probably the twenty twenty one of the Indigenous jumper. That's a bit different. Well, that's the the twenty twenty one. Yeah, well, again, that's a. Um, well, I thought that was a gradient one, but it's probably less so. That's it's fairly basic, really. I mean, it's just mostly yeah, blue. A bit of an outlier amongst their other ones. It fades from a dark blue to a light blue is where I was going with the gradient, and then. The maroon at the bottom fades from right to left. It's darker on one side than it is on another. Uh, so yeah, yeah. that's a, it's an interesting sort of design. Um, yeah, mm. I mean, as I say, I you know generally like them. Uh, they've had Chris Johnson design a couple of them for twenty twenty one, and then which were Fritz Roy based, and then Daryl White did the twenty twenty two one based on the Brisbane Bears 25 years jumper. Yeah, I like that one. I like the – you got the sort of uh, – the mix of the heritage sort of look and Indigenous. Yeah, yeah. So I think they've done a pretty good job of their Indigenous jumpers when – certainly when compared to the the one-off or the clash jumpers that they've had, which I don't know, they – they just seem to be a mishmash. I was going to say about their clash, the, like the clash jumpers that they wear. Now, when they play in Melbourne, they wear the Fitzroy inspired, or the, you know, based the red clash, the red away jumper. But when they don't play in Melbourne and they're playing somebody who wears a red or orange jumper, uh, they'll wear a white jumper with a maroon V, which, from first look, looks a lot like. Sydney Swans clash jumper, which is a white jumper with a red V. Um, it just also happens to have a gold line on it. But I don't get why they would have what effectively looks like an old South Melbourne jumper as their clash jumper. So it's not, yeah, it's, it's I don't know. They just don't. Yeah. There was something there with the I idea, don't but. Think the way I do. <laughs> yeah, th- there was something there with the idea, but you're just, just not sure why they went with that. Maroon V as they did because yeah it just looks a lot like South Melbourne. Yeah, a lot of options yeah, they could have went with. Yeah, so I think that's that's probably it. I mean, most recently they've changed their Fitzroy jumper this year to more closely reflect the like the home jumpers. So it's got a gold collar and cuffs now. 
So it doesn't really look like a Fitzroy jumper who, as much. Who makes the Brisbane jumper? Right now, it's New Balance. That's their first year. Mm. So they do they have a sponsor under the neck? Yeah, they do. McDonald's. Yes. And actually, what they did with their... So the last... Well, I guess this is the third year that they've had a jumper for the 20th anniversary of the premiership. So the 20th anniversary of the 21, 2001 in 21... 20th anniversary of 02 last year and the 20th anniversary of 03 they wore against Collingwood. Um, so what they've done is New Balance have done all three of those jumpers and they've now got them for sale, but they've all come out with the McDonald's logo on them and not the um, the, the uh, apparel sponsors that they used to have, uh, which... Uh, that was classic, I believe. Oh, yeah. so they they had their jumpers made by Classic for the last couple of years, and now that they've moved to New Balance, New Balance have come out as if they've made all of these jumpers. <laughs> That's handy for New Balance. Yeah, yeah. So and and New Balance sell that space under the the collar, and so yeah, with Brisbane, it's McDonald's that are their sponsors. So, yeah, right. But, um, yeah, they've just recently got new sponsors. They've got Caltex and UE are now their sponsors. Caltex are a new sponsor this year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, there you so go. That's, that's pretty much a wrap-up of Brisbane. As we you know, as we talked about, they've really the history of, that we're talking about in Brisbane, uh, not the Fitzroy history, you know, only goes back to 1987. Um and, you know, as we mentioned, they really haven't changed their home jumpers very much in that time. Certainly, well, since they've merged with Fitzroy, they've really only had the one change, which was the paddle pop line for five years, and now they've gone back to what they had. So, yeah, that is uh, that is Brisbane. Well, there you go. I think um, before we wrap up the podcast, we'll go with our segment of the best and worst. Um, take it away, Rob. Well, my favourite Brisbane jumper is uh, the one that looks most like what I'd call a free jumper, and that's the the 1992 Brisbane Bears uh, maroon jumper with a gold and white V. They also used it in the 04 Heritage round, and, yeah, just a sterling look, you know, just... Uh, just what a footy jumper should look like. And my least favourite would be the 07-08 uh, Clash jumper, which was a white jumper that faded to uh, gold at the bottom of it. And, um, yeah, is, mm. well, just a footy jumper. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's two good picks there. I think um, for my worst, I'll probably take the 15-16 away jumper. It's just... It just looks very basic. Looks like someone's new to Adobe Illustrator and just had a had a bit of a go of playing around with it. Doesn't look great. Doesn't look like the line fits all that well over the top of that middle panel that drops down. It just it sits awfully. Looks lo- looks like the line placement's weird as well. And then it's got the maroon and blue clash on the back of the jumper next in the side panels and all that going on as well. It's just it just looks terrible in my opinion. But um. Yeah. And then my favourite is actually the 2016 Hall of Fame jumper. Oh, okay. 
yeah i really like it really like the the colors and i just like i love the old logo that's uh, fair play no that's all right um i mean that had uh, like a diamond self pattern through it which yeah quite get but that is i mean that is your <laughs> that's a fitzroy jumper that fitzroy never wore um it has the the blue yoke which fitzroy stopped wearing uh before they went to the monogram uh that would have been like the well 1908 to 1939 and then they didn't adopt the white monogram till 1956 so but not fair play we um that's it yeah, looks that great. was the looks 1916 great, Premier's jumper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I reckon it just looks great. Love the colours. I mean, the watermark just gives a bit of something, something to it. Bit of something extra. I don't mind it. Okay, yeah. And least favourite? Where, where'd you go? Oh, with I went with the 1516 away. That's right. Yeah, you did say that. Yeah. Yes, yeah. And we'll be posting our picks on Twitter as yeah. long, just yeah. to sort of get the conversations. It's great to get your input and see what you guys yeah. are thinking along these and what what's stuck out to you. Yeah. We had, last time we uh, we talked about the crows and there was um, a little bit to say on um, the well, was controversial with uh, with a pick of the crows' worst jumper. Oh, was it? Yeah. Well, some look, some agreed, some disagreed. So, <laughs> look, you yeah. can understand the conversation. That's exactly right. So let us know what you think. Have a look through footyjumpers.com podcast. Have a look at the home away one-offs, indigenous, whatever. Give it a quick scroll through and. Let us know what your favourite and worst, least favourite are. And, um, but I think for now, that's probably about a wrap for the yep. Brisbane Bears slash Lions. And a wrap. And that is a wrap. And, yeah, so I think we'll end it there and we'll catch you on the next podcast where we will be looking at Carlton, I would imagine. That is correct. We will be doing the Blues. It'll probably uh, be a, well, I mean, it might be a slightly longer episode but the realistically carton haven't changed a lot since the 1920s so yeah um, they got yeah, a couple, uh, they've got a couple of good spicy one off so so well yeah a lot of theirs is going to be um based around well i mean they are the promotional jumper masters yeah. so we'll touch on them at a later date but uh, that's where we're at sounds good thanks for tuning in everybody and we'll catch you on the next thanks, podcast Charles. catch you again next time see ya bye